Hi, SCBBL and baseball fans everywhere. Today is October 29th, 2020. Taiwanese Pro Ball rolls on with part two of my guest series talking to CPBL English community members about how they got into following the league, the reflections they have of the season, and their unique perspective of the Taiwan series between the brothers and lions. I'm your host, Ryan Chan, and this time around, I spoke with analytics whiz John and international baseball fan Brian. More in-depth introduction within the episode. The Taiwan Series starts this Saturday, October 31st. MLB fans sad that the World Series ended can find more baseball if you just look to Asia. KBO and MPB seasons are also ongoing. On with the show. Another social media handler, Jean, with the Guardians, befitting his baseball profile. Jean has the biggest work resume in the CPBL when it comes to analytics and sabermetric publications. We are fellow color commentators for 11 Sports Taiwan, and Jean has been on the Gardens broadcast as well. He goes by the handle on Twitter, at AnChungYoung42. Welcome to the show, Jean. Hello, Ryan. It's great to be on. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. My first question to you and to all the guests is, have you ever or do you currently play baseball? Yes, uh, I've played baseball since, I'd like to say, seventh grade when I was still living in Austria. So uh, it's kind of a different place than most other people where you start playing baseball. I started mm-hmm. playing in Europe. So when I was in middle school, and then I also played baseball when I came back to Taiwan for high school. Our school actually didn't have a team at the beginning. So I went in and founded a baseball team got some of my friends and other students to join in. And as I went on to college, I also played on uh, the club for our for our school. Uh, I wasn't good enough to make the varsity team, but our club got shut down, I think, a year or two um, after I, I got there. So that's kind of when I started slow down with the playing. I also had some injury issues. So now I don't really play anymore, mainly because... Um, I don't have a lot of time and I don't really have a team to play for right now. But yeah, now it's more just more on the analytics side. Well, that's very cool. Well, maybe we'll expand upon it in the future. But as to the CPBL, how did you start as a fan and how did the Guardians become your favorite team? Well, I mean, being born and raised in Taiwan, I obviously watched some CPBL when I was a kid. I wasn't very much into it, but... Um, as I got more and more into baseball when I was in Austria, I started watching a lot of Major League Baseball. And when I got back to Taiwan, obviously, um, with the pro ball here, it kind of gave me some interest. And uh, I really started to get into CPBL and specifically Guardians when I worked as an intern for the team two years ago Ooh. during the summer. Back then, I was an analytics intern where I, I actually traveled with the team for about two months. So that's kind of how I got into supporting Guardians and working for the Guardians. And it also led to this opportunity of being back with the team, um, doing Twitter work and doing broadcast work this season. Very cool. So your thoughts overall on the CPBL season that just finished? I mean, I think we we just had a great season, uh, especially to look at how close the second half standing was. And uh, with the title decided on the last game and really could have been decided any of the last two games right sure uh, unfortunately the guardians weren't, weren't able to come out on top but it was definitely a very exciting stretch and now very excited to see a new matchup in the Taiwan series for quite a few years now because uh, we've basically seen the the monkeys in the Taiwan series for 
think it might be six or seven of the last eight years. So with the brothers and Lions now facing each other, this is quite an intriguing matchup. And also um, worth noting, these are the two teams that were part of the founding core of the CBBL. Kind of nostalgic fan that I am, think about a lot of the times. I'm looking it up, and the last time these two teams won the first and second half champions in either order is 2009. So how impressed are you with the Lions for taking that second half title? Um, I mean, obviously, I tip course, my hat to them. Of course, at the expense at your team, of course. <laughs> yeah, they, play, they played really well. They Just like the Guardians did, they really turned around their season after mm-hmm. uh, not an ideal first half, right? Uh, first half, we basically saw all brothers and some monkeys, especially down to the last stretch of the first half. Um, I think at one point, the brothers won 10 straight games against the Lions and uh, maybe seven or eight straight against the Guardians, uh, mm. which is what propelled them to that half-season title, obviously. I think the brothers might have had a losing record against monkeys in the first half. Um, yes, I so, believe so. That was very impressive. And, um, you know, the Lions, obviously, again, respect to them for winning the half-season title. They haven't done that in a while, but... You know, a lot of that goes into the luck factor. They, they were really lucky in the second half. And I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I think their run differential in the second half might have been plus one. So I believe it um, ended at, I think it ended at negative one. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Um, so, yeah, you know, every team basically, except maybe the Monkeys, basically ended around 500, which is why the, the title had to wait until the last day to be decided. So it's not too far off if you think about the concept of run differential, but not, not often you see that happening. Oh, yeah. Crazy coincidence that the season came down the way it did. So maybe a parting word on the Guardians and what you expect out of them in the future going forward. Well, the Guardians, obviously, um, with the hiring of manager Hoeing Jong and his coaching staff and the drafting strategy they've taken this year, they want to go for the title. And based on the way they performed in the second half, they definitely have the ability to go for it uh, come next season. It all depends on whether or not a few of their big bats, especially the veteran bats, perform at the level that they're expected to. And even bigger than that, whether or not they stay healthy, because this month, especially early in season, the Guardians lost Gao Guohui um, to a month to, uh, I think, a hamstring injury. And then Jiang Zixian to, I think, nearly two months uh, for, with a knee injury. So that was the big blow to the offense in the first half. And they really struggled offensively uh, in that half. They turned things around, especially after adding uh, Jiang Jingde in the second half. And also Lin Yichen kind of getting out of his um, first half slump. Uh, they really turned things around uh, on the offensive end. And, you know, obviously they have a great pitching staff, even though not as good as the brothers, but still very competitive. So if they can keep that pitching staff going and possibly improve upon it um, with some moves or some improvements. And they can keep hitting like they did in the second half. They're going to be a strong team coming next season. All right. Well, what could be said for the brothers who had the best overall winning percentage for the season? Well, I mean, the brothers deserve to be where they're at right now. And I see them as the clear favorite of the Taiwan series starting this weekend. Not only did they have by far the best pitching staff, they also had the best offense, uh, even though some of our um, colleagues uh, might not agree with me on that (laughs) point. But I think uh, there, there are a few ways to look at it. But first, I think the focus is on the pitching staff. They really 
won the first half with very, very strong pitching. And that carried on into the second half of the season, right? Um, so just a few numbers I want to throw out there. Nothing crazy, but uh, bullpen ERA on the full season, brothers 3.99. Not only the only sub-4 ERA team, actually the only sub-5 ERA team because the Lions were second place with 5.27. So that's a larger than 1.25 run gap um, between those two bullpens over the full season. Obviously, the Lions bullpen did improve uh, in the second half, but you know a lot of that is uh, some of the luck that I was referring to earlier. And the Guardians and Monkeys bullpen on the full season both had ERAs over six, so it's a pretty, pretty big difference between the brothers and the other three teams. And the second thing to bring up about their pitching staff, obviously, is their elite foreign starting pitching with Jose de Paula, Esmer Rogers, Arya Miranda. And even though they probably won't have Arturo Reyes in their Taiwan Series roster, he's still a very competitive pitcher, um, one of the few that actually has a shutout this season, right? And, you know, their foreign starters, the three that I just mentioned that will be in their Taiwan Series rotation, um, the highest ERA out of those three is Arya Miranda at 3.8, and the highest FIP is also Miranda at 4.29, both of which are very, very good numbers. And he's only the third best pitcher on that staff. And lastly, if you add mm-hmm. Taiwanese starter Huang and Sijuan Mix, they have a deadly four-man rotation that they can just roll out in all seven games if necessary in Taiwan series. And I think that's pretty un- unbeatable. That's true. I think today is a Monday when we're doing this recording, October 26th. And for my CPBL Chronicles show, I think I counted up eight brothers' bullpen arms with an ERA under four. And I don't think any other team has more than two. So it just goes to show not only the top-end talent, but also the talent from top to bottom. So who do you got for the Taiwan series and how many games? Um, I definitely have the brothers winning the series. Uh, I'm kind of torn between four or five games, but I do think they get it done down in Tainé and not bring it back to to their home field. You know, the big difference is the Paula and Miranda starts are kind of locks for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So whether or not the Lions are able to beat one of their right-handed pitchers, to extend the series is the key. Rogers is going to be tough with that big curveball. So uh, Hansu, the Taiwanese starter, might actually be their best shot, although uh, his splitter could neutralize a lot of the lefties as well, and he's been lights out this season. That's true. So what are the keys for the Lions to get this series extended or even take it? Well, I think the left-handed hitters, first of all, have to perform. So if the Lions want to have a chance to win this series, one time through the brothers' rotation, you have to win two games. And your best shot are the two games with the right-handed starters. If you can beat one of DePaula or Miranda, then you got a big edge um, going mm-hmm. into the later phase of the series. But if you can just beat the right-handed starters in Rogers and Huang, then you have a good shot. Uh, you know, two and two after four games, then it's a three-game series. And... Um, You just have to try to beat one of the left-handed pitchers going in. But if you can't beat a single left-handed starter, Tapala and Miranda would, at at the very least, have two starts if this series goes seven games. Uh, So it's going to be tough for them. Uh, Chen Yongji and Guo Fuling are probably the key bats uh, against these Mm left-handed starters. Chen Yongji was the key when they actually beat Tapala last weekend to clinch the second-half title. But the brothers weren't really going all for it to win that game because they knew they were already the home field in town series and the Lions were playing for a lot more. So maybe that had something to do with it. 
I think the Lions really they're, – if they're left-handed bats, uh, meaning those three outfielders can't perform, uh, it's going to be a, a tough road against them, against this uh, wonderful pitching staff the brothers have. And, you know, Suzuji, their left fielder, is technically their best hitter mm-hmm. uh, on the season. But I seriously think they should consider benching him, uh, at least in game one, against Jose Paula and potentially also in game three against Miranda if the brothers do go in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, putting him in there, especially uh, when you have him start, you kind of need him to be placed in the middle of the order or towards the top right. uh, so that he can get as many plate appearances as possible. But do you really want him facing the Paula over and over again? I, I think it's a big question mark. That's true. Now, on the flip side, there certainly are doubts about the brothers' offense. I have actually looked into it, and they're not as lethal against um, the right-handed pitchers in terms of um, OPS. So how did they get it done offensively? Well, I don't know if I agree with that statement. So their full-season OPS against left-hander is uh, .873, and against right-hander is .829. So about a 50-point difference. But I think a lot of that is just random variation. Um, when, when the figures are this close, you can basically treat them uh, as having no platoon splits. Um, so, you know, over 800 OPS against still right-handed good. pitching is still very good. And the fact that they can roll out nearly a full left-handed lineup is going to be a very big trouble for the Lions, who basically have only right-handed pitchers, right? I think they're only lefty might be Taiwanese starter Jiang Chenyan, who mm-hmm. throws a big curveball and doesn't really have that natural split against left-handed hitters. Um, so the brothers' offense, I wouldn't be too worried about them. They led the league uh, in OPS. They led the league in on-base percentage. They led the league in walks, which I think is the biggest key because a lot of these Lions pitchings um, really walks a lot of hitters. Um, so if the brothers capitalize on that. You know, they've played their same game the whole season, right? They, they get as many people on base as possible. And even though they bunt a lot and I hate that, but mm-hmm. when you get so many guys on base, that that's kind of okay, right? You can play a bit of a small ball. The real problem is when teams struggle to get on base and try to play small ball to create runs, that's when you lose your opportunities um, to put up crooked numbers. But the brothers have the ability. Teams that struggle to get on base, when they try to do small ball, it really hurts them because – now you're preventing yourself from potentially putting up crooked numbers and mm-hmm. getting big innings, right? But a team like the brothers, when they constantly put runners on base, they can afford to do that and try to manufacture runs because oftentimes they will put up those crooked numbers with um, the it's home true. runs that they hit with a lot of base runners on base, right? So um, one thing worth mentioning, both the brothers and Lions hit 143 home runs this season. Mm-hmm. And my guess is a lot more of the brothers' home runs came with more runners on base than the Lions did. Um, I don't know if that's actually the case, but the fact that they constantly put runners on base is what helps them um, produce big innings when, they, when the home runs do come. That's true. The Lions' offense, also given the uh, run differential and their overall offense, definitely feels like a team that maybe is more clutch, but also is not like prolific. So anyways, with the brothers winning... In a short series, who do you got for their an MVP production? Oh, MVP. Um, no one has ever asked me this, and I haven't given any thought into it. Um, so I think if the series goes five games, meaning Jose de Paula pitches twice, um, it'd probably be him, assuming he pitches well in, in both games. Mm-hmm. If the series goes four games, uh, 
I might look to a hitter like uh, maybe Zhang Ziqian or Xu Jihong, the left-handed bat from okay. um, first base. Or if those four games or five games turns out to be close games, uh, CC Lee might slam three or four of those games shut. Uh, and he might get consideration for MVP if he does put up three or four saves. So those are probably my candidates. Do you want me to give a candidate for the Lions as sure. well? Sure. I'd be curious. Um, Absolutely. If they are to win this series, which to me is a long shot, um, I think the person that will stand out would probably be their leadoff hitter, Chen Jieshen, because out of their three outfielders, he has the smallest splits. Uh, even though it's still 50 percentage points in OPS, uh, he has a 131 OPS plus against righty and 81 OPS plus against lefty. Mm. But it's already significantly smaller <laughs> than the other two outfielders. Talk about Suzuki's split of 160 percentage points. Uh, I mean, so I think if they have a shot of winning the series, the best shot of MVP is probably Chen Jieshen with his league-leading .420 on-base percentage. If he does damage, especially against left-handed pitching, the Lions have a shot in this series. Well, that's all very good stuff. Thank you so much, John. We appreciate having you on. Thank you. Brian is a baseball super fan out of Montreal. He's got tabs on the NPB, KBO, and of course his beloved Blue Jays. And this year, he has made the CTBC Brothers his team. He goes by at Brotherstan on Twitter. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, sir, Ryan, for inviting me in in your Taiwanese Pro Bowl podcast. Happy to have you. All right, first question I ask everyone, have you ever or do you currently play any baseball? Yes, I did play baseball for a short amount of time. Don't really want to talk about it, but because it was not a good career, I was not a good baseball player. Well, that's all right. Well, we love having you as a fan. So how did you get started as a fan of the CPBL and how did the brothers become your favorite team? Hmm. I think it's a long story, but... Let's say that the first CPPL game that I watched was in 2019. Okay. In the last Sunday of September between the Brothers and the Guardians. And mm-hmm. I found that game on Twitch oh. at like 5 a.m. I don't know if it was the Brothers channel or, or it was someone random streaming the, streaming the game. And I didn't know anybody on the, on, on the field because, of, because, you know, it was the first time watching the league. Mm, sure. Then um, in 2020, I finally got a chance to see what was a league because they were the first one to start and I learned a lot of things about the league and and my team, the brothers. Uh, the reason why I choose the brothers as my CPPL team is I really love yellow. Yellow is my, like my second favorite color after, you know what, blue. <laughs> and I love the name brothers. I don't know, because I love my friends and you know, we call our friends brothers, you know, like the big bros of the family. I got you. Right. And, and they have a former Blue Jays, uh, Esmond Roger. That's right. Who is currently my favorite player on the league. He has and done very well for himself. Very, yeah. All right. Now, can I very get you? Very good answer. Yeah. So, can I get your thoughts on the uh, CPBL season we've had? Oh, it was an amazing season. I mean, the first half was a battle between the brothers and the monkeys for mm-hmm. first place in the second half like it was everyone had a chance to win until at the end when the monkeys kind of gave their life to the brothers <laughs> yeah but it was really uh, intense until the final game of the regular season absolutely like 
every game mattered so much and it was very competitive and sure. the ending was amazing with uh, oh, yeah. Tim Melville pitching a complete game shutout against the Guardians. Yep. And then the next day beating the brothers to clinch the second half. Yeah, that's right. How impressed were you with the second half champion Lions team? They're good. They're they're very good. Um they are a team that are known by their offense. Mm-hmm. Like they have the I don't know how to say his name like Shen Xie Xian? Shen, you got it. Yeah, let's go. One for one. Uh, I yep. think he's the batting leader. That's right. Yeah, he's the batting leader with uh, with a 359 batting average. Uh, he's also on on base leader mm-hmm. with 419. And yeah. That's right. Well, what do you want to say about uh, the season that your brothers had? Uh, was pretty good. We got carried by our pitching. Uh, Jose Diapola was amazing. Miranda was good. I think Jose Diapola, I think, was a leader of the ERA. Yes, uh, he was. He did lead the league. He got 192 strikeouts. And the best thing is he did that milestone with 20 inning less than the second place older, Henry Sosa. <laughs> yeah. He did this in 174.1 innings, while Henry Sosa only got 172 strikeouts. But it took him a lot more innings. It took him like uh, 194 innings, point one innings. Well, then, if you had to pick your favorite pitcher of the league, Esmil Rogers is it. But who do you think is the best pitcher on the year? Jose Diapola. It's simple okay. as that. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no one better than him. Like, he leads in ERA, leads in strikeouts. I think he leads in wins, but nobody cares about the wins. He does lead the league in wins. You got it. All right. Well, let's move on to this Taiwan series. Who do you have, and in how many games do you expect? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know, man. It's so un- unpredictable. This league is un- unpredictable. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't know we we're gonna play the Lions. I, have a, I had a, <laughs> yeah. I had a strong feeling we we're gonna play the Guardians because I don't know. I feel that I like their better team. I had that feeling too. But you know, at the end of the day, we play the Lions. And the Lions are scary, man. Like, they have the Lianco, the home run leader. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They have Tim Melville, who pitched one of the best months of his life during the month of October to give the Lions a chance to play in the playoff in the first place. Sure, you mentioned Lianco, Chen Jieshen. As a Brothers fan, what else on the Lions team really concerned you, maybe from a team overall? Mm. <laughs> they hit a lot of home runs, that's for sure. True. Yeah, they do. They hit a lot of runs. And if you take the lead against the Lions, you have a lot more chance to win than if you gave them the lead. Because when so, the Lions are under the, under the game, mm. they are unbeatable. Now, as a supporter of the brothers, um, who needs to step up for the team to win? Um, all the players I did very good in the season. I mean, uh, Su Sushi mm-hmm. has had his career season at age uh, 39. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy good. So with, yeah, with 22 home run, uh, 324 batting average, and and uh, 386 uh, on base percentage. So it's actually very good for someone who is 39. Like this is the yeah. stuff you get when you're like 28 or 29. Like don't get this when you're 39. Maybe it's gonna get better and better. Who knows? Well, is he your uh, maybe your pick for an MVP of the series? MVP of the series? 
Kvistev. Yeah, I don't know. It could be anyone in the playoff. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. But uh, I really want him to uh, set set up and become the best. That's right. I believe he only has one career uh, Taiwan Series uh, victory to his name. Taiwan yeah. CPBL I think it was in 2010. Yes, it go, does go that far. Anyway, yeah, I mean, so Brian, we're not going to come away with a prediction from you? Okay, I'm going to say it. Okay. Uh, brothers in six brothers in six all right and how confident you are you in that pick maybe not so uh, much 69 percent mm, nice all yeah, right that's always great. nice well thanks a lot for chatting with me brian really appreciate it thanks uh for everyone who listened to me thank you for listening in i appreciate jean and brian taking the time to chat with me when the season began it was really cool to see the league i grew up with get to shine for the world to see As the shine wore off in the summer and people really got ready for their days during breakfast time, those who have stuck around have really become a beautiful community, from the broadcasters to the league Twitter accounts and especially you, the fans. Reminder, Saturday, October 31st, Halloween, Game 1 of the Taiwan Series, Brothers Alliance. See you guys on the other side. I'm Ryan Chen, and this has been another episode of Taiwanese Pro Ball. See ya!